Hello everyone, welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, I know this is unusual voice, uh, as I usually am not the one starting it off. Corey, for the first time in like four years, is finally taking the day off. And I, with uh, two of my good friends, have started uh, to take over the show. This is our show now. Uh, we're only doing this now. Uh, before we start and get into anything, I do want to mention our lovely sponsor, The Adventure Begins. And we are giving away a console. So a PS4, Nintendo Switch, or Xbox One. All you have to do is share the show, like the show, uh, send any screen caps of that. To nerdthugradio at gmail.com. Uh, not G- uh, yeah, at gmail.com. Nerdthugradio at gmail.com. Each individual screen cap is an entry. Unlimited entries you can share on different platforms. Fantastic. More entries. Higher chance to win. Get in now. We are pulling. August 1st is when we're having our reveal. So, before we go any further, let me introduce my two co-hosts. We have Alex. Hello. Thank you for having me. And Justin. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> All right. <laughs> As we can see, we are clearly veterans of this. I've been doing this for most of my adult life. Actually, all of my adult life. And somehow I'm still just as terrible as when I started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into anything, so let's start. I mean, where... you said it, bro. I mean, look. You shot I... yourself in the foot. I'm sorry, dude. Look, I you took the 9mm, you put. Took it out, clocked it back, shot yourself in the foot. That's on you, buddy. Uh, look, there's a reason why I'm a producer and a co-host, not really the host. <laughs> look, we know we we each have to know our strengths. All right. Ah. Uh, so, <laughs> you, you saying something, dude? Oof. Just uh, <laughs> feeling your pain, bro. It's a subtle realization we all have to make it ourselves. <laughs> Uh, so, because I never get to talk about anime on the show, uh, we're gonna start there because it's my favorite thing ever in the world. Uh, what have you guys been either watching or trying to watch? Actually, I wanna call out one of our boys. Oh He's been God. talking mad smack about one of our <laughs> best girls in anime, the waifu war that started waifu wars. Who was better, Asuka or Rey so from are- Evangelion? Evangelion, Neon Genesis, Sega Genesis, Neon Jelly, Neon Jellyfish. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, this mad this mad lad was like Ray has no plot development whatsoever in the series. Too too plot relevant. No, no, excuse me. Yeah, she he was like she's not a character. She does nothing. She's only there to progress the story, and she's a shallow being. Right, and I'm like. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you have a literal doll. It's a shallow, shallow being. But at the same time, have you watched the show? <laughs> no, apparently Ray has no emotion and zero character development. Right, guys? Ign- Finger guns. <laughs> Ignore, ignoring the entirety of the, of the literally the entire character arc. But it's fine. We won't roast him too hard because he wasn't paying attention. Uh huh. We yeah. did. We did watch the entire show in one night, so that she may cried not. Cried and I cried. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> no character development. Oh, I was sad. It hurt me. <laughs> My bones. They hurt. They crack. Uh, but that. But that's really. I mean, other than just roasting, what what have you guys actually been watching? Because I've been trying to, I've been like, so close to finishing Tower of God, but I can't pull through it for some reason. Why not? I don't know, man. Like, it's either everything gets in my way or I just don't want to finish it anymore. Um, bro, go finish it. Because I'm already restarting, so I'm <laughs> well, starting... wait, have you read it? No, I haven't read it. I've oh, just watched okay. it. Yeah, no, go watch it. Go see the ending. 
You gotta see the ending. I, that's, that's like, what am I supposed to do after that? Now I have no. I'll read the book. God, don't want to read. I can't read. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> this door isn't gonna stop me. I can't read. Damn, I should sit you down with uh, what was it? Oh, who's that rapper's name? <laughs> now, now the reference you've made has fallen flat, and I cannot that's be it. defeated. That's sad. Notorious B.I.G. No. Fifty cent. <laughs> just gonna M and M's. <laughs> oh, Reese's Pieces. Even Skittles. <laughs> little Cheeto. I don't know. <laughs> little, che- little cheese whiz. <laughs> little cheese wheezy. Cheese wheezy bird. <laughs> wheezy <Weezy>, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been trying to pick up Hunter Hunter again. Or as I like to call it, to piss off my two friends, Hunter X Hunter. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, the greatest show that has ever lived that you refuse to finish. <laughs> it's a lot. Look, it, it, is, it is a long series. It's 151 episodes. <clears throat> Have an attention span of a goldfish. I'm going to sit Look, down you're for gonna... five minutes and then forget everything. <laughs> Look, you're just going to have to power through. It's one of the best series ever made. And I don't say that lightly. I've seen a lot of series in my life, and it's, it's, it's like, way up there. And not only, like, what it, like, just did for me personally, but just as a storytelling device, like, it has a really interesting world, and its power system is, like, next, like, you could teach lectures on, like, the power scaling system they use in Hunter x Hunter. It's incredibly deep. And, like, one thing I thought was really funny is, uh, I watched a, uh, a YouTube video where they're talking about one of the characters later in the manga, uh, the main character's dad. Everybody knows who he is. They're like, bro, Jing, he's broken. He does everything. And uh, one of them was like, oh, look at his ability. He can copy other abilities. It's like, no, that's just how Nen works, which is the power system. Anyone can do anything. It's just the degree of effectiveness is different based on who you are. So, like, it's not a completely locked system unless you're a specialist, which break the rules, basically. Right. But it's it's just an interesting power system, and it's just a really intriguing story that they tell. And it gets real dark. <laughs> real fast. <laughs> uh, not to mention that one of the main characters is literally a hitman for hire at the age, ripe age of, like, 11. <laughs> yeah, he was 11. I think he started, didn't he, wasn't he 12 once they got to, like, Greek Island? Yeah, like, he has his 12th birthday, like, literally, I think, when they get there. It's, like, his yeah. 12th birthday. So, and this is a this is a hardened killer who is immune to both electricity and poisons because his family exposed him to things. Like, it's a tragic character. It's somehow you're still, like, the entire series basically convinces you. It's like, oh yeah, this is a kid. And then you get to the end and you're like, I have made a gross miscalculation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a really, it gets really dark, but it, it definitely, like, peeks into, like, the, de- the definite, like, dark side of not only, like, humanity but like the world in general and how terrifying anything truly is if you think about it hard enough or long enough and also it's a really great series to deal with like sacrifice i think like that and like full metal alchemist are like the two big ones anyways that was my ted talk welcome because <laughs> <laughs> uh, alex you, you you finished full metal right yeah no i've watched the original and then brotherhood and which do you, which did you prefer is the real question. Um, honestly, I'd have to go rewatch it again because it's been years. But I remember Full Metal Alchemist, the original. It was, I remember when I was growing up at the time. I remember it being a lot more darker and like more gritty. It's more then, personal. Yeah, and then Brotherhood just came out of nowhere, and it's 
to me more lighthearted, and at like some aspects. Wasn't Brotherhood supposed to be like an overview almost? No. Well, so, well so, if I remember what? correctly, Full Metal is not even cre- was not even created by the original uh, Full Metal author. Al- the Full Metal Alchemist. So it, it's kind of like a. You know, Naruto has, like, a million episodes of filler because the manga, like, the anime caught up to the manga, manga yeah. and yeah. then, like, they kind of had their own, like, spinoff arcs, even though they're not relevant, they're right. not technically they're, like, plot relevant. They, they also don't, have to slow it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they don't do anything, right? Yeah. So, Full Metal Alchemist, basically, the very beginning is the same, and they, it caught up to the, the manga very quickly, and then that's when the story kind of split, but instead of, like, it, like going back to the original plot and keep going back, it just straight off told its original story and then had its own, like, very unique, very... Like, by the end of it, the stories are nowhere near the same. And, like, the plot points aren't really relevant at all. And then Brotherhood is literally just the manga animated. Mm. Where the story is literally just the manga, just animated beautifully, and then they're like, bam, done, got him, chief. The only problem, I think... Is that the beginning of Full Metal Alchemist is well worth the wait because, uh, spoiler alert, the mom of the Elric brothers dies, and this is an important plot point for the entire beginning, but you find this, in Brotherhood she has, I kid you not, 20 seconds of screen Green time, time. Yeah. versus the original series which gave not only the first, uh, like, an entire, like, the third, the entire third episode and, like, references to it in the first two the entire time they're talking about their mom versus in Brotherhood where they're like, and yeah. then she died. Yeah, exactly. and th- that's it. You know, that's, that's, why, that's why I find Brotherhood to be more lighthearted. Yeah, like, they don't really dwell on it. Like, yes, it's tragic and, like, horrifying, but, it, like, but they the literally original, are like... It's like, all right, here's your face. Let me just... <laughs> let me give you this grimy detail. Right, yeah. Let me let me, let me me see these children enjoying their mother and then stripping it away. Yeah. <laughs> So like no remorse. it's like it's a lot more personal I think and like the ending is very interesting and like super like ooh spooky metaphysical <laughs> because the I feel like the the ending of Brotherhood is very satisfying but also is very much like and then everyone was alive and okay Every, and then everybody was happy <laughs> no that, and that's why I kind of like the Brotherhood ending more because it was just like everything right, was everything's like tied up nicely and everything's has a done you know yeah everything's finished unlike in Full Metal Alchemist, the original series, which, like, ends on, like, a pseudo-cliffhanger? Kinda? Like, I'm not gonna give away the ending, because it's something you have to watch to even begin to understand what was going yeah. on. Like, me trying to explain it is, like, talk telling we'll, we'll be here for, like, an hour or two, right. honestly. Trying to figure out what the heck is going or on. It, it would be the same as trying to explain Evangelion. You know? Yeah, like, it's something you just have to watch and then, like, pick apart slowly as you've seen it. Yeah, it's definitely your own experience, I believe, yeah. yeah. Kind of idea. Uh, what other shows have I been watching that I just haven't been able to get through? Uh, Joe, I've, been, Joe. <laughs> I've been... I've been basic, and I've been watching a bunch of isekais. Look, it's, it's the reason it's a popular genre is because uh, it works. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, and usually they're... they're like uh they're, was, light, they're really fun you they're know they're just, or you know you got your op protagonist and you're like bruh go beat up that man because i know you can do it <laughs> right well like it's it's very much like regular power fantasy kind of deal yeah, yeah, yeah you can definitely just be like hey just chill out you know <laughs> we're yeah. just gonna have a grand old time and yeah. nothing oh, ever actually, bad's gonna happen actually i finally watched gunbuster I finally went out of my way to find and watch Gunbuster. And I have to say, wow, mm, 
Idi Akiano. <laughs> nice job, bro. Look, there's oh. a reason he's important, guys. Oh my god. I love I, I lo- love. And then I wa- and then you know what I did after that? What? I watched Die Buster. <laughs> we got to watch the sequel series, right? Yeah, which is just it's the same thing again. Not really. No. It, no, I'm thinking of It's like things. no, no, Die Buster is like good to love Rue. <laughs> Nice. Uh, We've made it. It's boys. Uh, it's it's no. It's like okay. You you want to watch to love Rue? No. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> go watch Die, Die Buster, and then everything else that's good in that genre, and then you can maybe watch this. You know, sketchy, not so good. Yeah, you know, you get you get the point. I feel like I feel like that's most of my anime. Experience. You know, there's oh wow, look, there's these two same shows. They do the same thing, but one is better than the other. So, go watch that. Just pick, yeah, just pick your poison, guys. Go, go watch Die Buster. It's worth very fun. It's show. it's very good, very good, very good. <laughs> very good. How about you, Justin? You live in you live in La Vida Loca over here. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to piece myself together and push myself through JoJo. <laughs> it's <laughs> you, got five parts, come it's on. It's got five parts, and I love this anime with my whole heart, but I'm also super lazy and refuse to watch all of it. It's I okay. will I will get through all of it eventually. I just, I can't sit <laughs> down. Alright, listen. You won't see me for like the next two months if I, wa- if I blast through all of it, and I actually like hanging out with my friends and I don't want to be home. So... Oh, anime you know what you could do? You know what you could do? Come hang out with your friends and watch it. I tried to. Be like Jose. I tried to with you, Nico, but you didn't. You were busy, and then I was busy, and then I got a job. So I and can't. I got a job. So, it, you know, it all worked out at the end. <laughs> now we have money in no time. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, it's Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but the community has always relied on itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, Thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Okay, we're gonna talk about Avatar. No, the we're not. No, no, no. No, 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 no
If you haven't seen Avatar The Last Airbender, watch it. please watch it. Watch it's, it. it's 60 episodes long, which may seem like a lot, but it goes by rather quickly. It's separated very nicely into three concise, wonderful seasons. They're called books. They're called books. Shut up. <laughs> They're seasons. That's how television works. Just, <laughs> go watch but it. But they're books. They're stories. Uh, it's probably one of, if not one of the greatest tales ever told, at least in the last 20 years. 100% agree. I feel and like if, this is one of the few things pop culture has, like, animation-wise, that's very important to watch. Please watch it. If you don't, you're missing out so much. Also, tell us what your favorite blind Toth joke is. Oh, my God. There's so many of them. There's literally a character whose name is Toth, and she... She doesn't stop making the best jokes of the whole series. That reminds me of the, the one video where this little girl had an interview at a radio station. I was like, is there anything this little girl can't do? And she it's looked like, up yes, at and said, yeah, I can't see. Because she was blind. Because <laughs> she's a blind little Absolute girl. stunner. Absolute genius. I G. can't see. <laughs> is there anything you can't do? Yes. Yeah, see. see. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, dang, we really walked into that one, didn't we? As three grown adults then realize the error in their ways because they just asked a blind person what they wish they could do. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. Imagine the shock, the horror, the actual saddest thing ever. Uh, so anything you guys would recommend people watch? Because mine is, uh, if, you're, if you're on the Netflix... Uh, there's two series that you need to watch. Uh, one that you don't actually have to watch, but I highly recommend it, and it's B-Stars. Uh, man. It's, this series has, like, one of the most interesting, like, interestingly written, like, male and female, like, dynamic I have ever seen, period. (laughs) Like, this show, the, this, this writer understands people in a way that, like, you don't want to say it. <laughs> no, this is definitely... It's definitely de- a lot of things that are unsaid and no one wants to sit down and talk about. It's very much... A, it. The show's a very big comment on society 100%. at times. Um, you remember uh, the PG movie Zootopia. Uh, basically, it's this if you were allowed to say practically anything you want, almost. So right, and there's like less kids show and more adult. So yeah, you're gonna get a little more nitty gritty and stuff. Advised, please. Yeah, honestly, if we're talking about Netflix shows, uh, if you can get past the art style, because sometimes the art style is a little eh. It's a Netflix original. It's called Knights of Shadonia. Oh, Knights of Sidonia. 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 Whatever. It's it's like the it's like the Muse song. Yeah. Oh okay. Either way, it's amazing it has a really interesting story oh. so think of but the ending is like non-existent <laughs> well that's because it's a cliffhanger and they still need to do season three come on season three it really needs you. to yeah same so basically to summarize it basically the entire human race has been uh has gone extinct by an alien race called uh Gardner? how did you pronounce their name but basically they're like these flit th- you know the movie the thing yeah all right now think of Flying spaghetti monsters that are coming to eat the whole human race. And <laughs> They're terrifying. Yeah, they really are. Like, because they take the form of like people they've eaten and it's and the form and it's really bad and ugh, it's, it's 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 like the perfect amount of like awful and body horror. <laughs> yeah. But basically there's only one ship left in of humanity that we know of and it's called Shadonia. 
and it's just this giant like cylinder basically <laughs> with a rock in it and it's Big like all right, can. then all right this is the spaceship that houses the rest of humanity uh and we have to defend it because uh if we don't we all, all get die. eaten alive yeah we're all dead we die uh that's a that was a, it was an interesting show uh the ending is just weird and they do need to make a third season because if they oh, don't no. i'm going to lose my mind no it was big cliffhanger all right so one show i gotta get this out here because i feel like there's not enough people talking about how in absolutely incredible the series is i've talked about it before on the show it is the midnight gospel this show is something else uh so basically its formatting is very weird uh it's by the creator of adventure time pendleton ward this is his next series um it's him and then uh there's another guy that he works with and basically they're it's formatting is basically a podcast but with like a fun animated like visual thing to like keep keep things interesting so like the first episode is about like drugs place in society but like the whole, like, backdrop and, like, what you're watching is, like, he goes to his world where, like, the zombie apocalypse is happening. And, like, he's following around the president of the United States as he, like, murders zombies throughout, like... <laughs> it's, like, it's a really, like, it's it's fun and it's interesting. But, like, the conversations they have are, like, very deep and introspective. And the final episode is... Anything short is nothing but short of breathtaking and brutal it is probably the saddest television i've ever watched i've never been hit by something so hard so bittersweet ending or oh definitely so bittersweet okay so not totally tragic kind of it it's tragic but it has a spin where it's it's positive but it's so incredibly sad so it's bittersweet yeah is it in the sense of like shakespeare's tragedy or is it like tragic like oh god it's a car wreck but i can't not look away no not that it's not it's not car wreck tragedy but it's more like it's kind of like far cry 3's ending it's 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 facing (laughs) it's it's it really what it is is it's facing an incredibly real part of life and it is is absolutely handled beautifully and it's breathtaking and it's like one of probably my favorite things i've ever watched like this series is insane not a dry eye in the freaking room it's intense Dang. i say this with no hyperbole wow 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 son wow uh yeah this this, this it, like if you don't cry you have no soul <laughs> that's yeah. not an, that's not an argument it's just a truth you're a psychopath basically Oh, yeah. If you don't cry. You definitely have something wrong with you open your <laughs> noggin if you don't understand anything that's going on. Oof. Right. It's heavy stuff, but man, is it is it something that I think everyone should watch because it's a very real part of life, and it's very... It's like, you get hit with it, and you're just like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> on a less uh, dramatic note, uh, another anime that I would personally suggest is Baki. Woo! Oh, a Netflix original, uh, aka, uh, if he's scary, you can probably punch him to death because you might win. <laughs> so ba- Baki has. Uh, so this is what's interesting, and what I absolutely hate and love about Baki is that Baki starts. 
uh, in the middle of basically uh, uh, it's the a sequel, sequel the actual... a sequel to a series that ended about 15 years ago. <laughs> right, looks almost completely different. In Handled by style. a completely different studio. Well, what was it? It was the the original manga was uh, Brawler Baki or whatever. No, Grappler, no, Baki. Grappler, Grappler Baki. Baki. Yeah, Grappler Baki. And then it's a prequel to. Uh, no, no, it's, it's so a gra- so it's a Grappler, direct sequel. It's a direct sequel to the manga. No, no, no? it's the same story as the manga. Okay, so there was a there was an anime adaptation of Baki back. In, I think, oh yeah, early back in the nineties. Yeah, right? the nineties oh, version right. of Baki. Oh, so that right. so that is right. that tells the story of Baki, whose goal is to become his goal is to defeat his father, who is known as the strongest man in the world. Wrong, strongest creature alive. Yeah, creature alive. Oh. Can oh, we talk right. about my favorite scene of Yujiro Hanma? Man literally was staring at his son about 8 feet, 12 feet away from him with, you know, one of his right-hand men, I believe, next to him and Baki with, I forget who was standing next to him. I think it was um, one of the Yakuza guys with the tattoo on his back. Oh, uh, what was his name? I can't remember. Okay, but regardless, uh, they were basically having a very much like showdown, stare-down kind of thing. And then the world decides, let's have an earthquake in front of these people. N- normally, you would take cover, run away, do something wrong. Yujiro Hanma decides, he's interrupting my monologue. I'm going to punch the earth. <laughs> and it's, he stops an earthquake with his bare fist. And then proceeds to tell his son and everyone else there, I saved your life. Now I'm going to take it myself. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, this, like... <laughs> Yujiro Hanma, also known as the Ogre. Oh, uh, so cool. Uh, basically, so Baki is his son, and his his goal is to defeat his father. Uh, he has no interest of the title of the strongest creature alive. I'm better than you, Dad. Basically, and I don't really know why I he mean, wants to defeat his father. I mean, have you... I mean, he's a terrible person, uh, but His I, dad's like an absolute raging butt. No, I yeah, mean, he's super rude. He's. Like, I mean, yeah, but okay, but if you're human. if you're the strongest being in existence, I mean, yeah, you're gonna have an ego. No, too. that's totally fair. Like, if I if I knew there's nothing in this realm of possibility that could stop me from breathing, and I can do whatever I want, of course, no, definitely, I would like to see anyone oppose me, one hundred percent. But also, God is <laughs> so rude. Oh my God, I hate him. Anyways, so mean. So his goal is to defeat his father, and so he goes through this crazy underground tournament and eventually wins, and that's how Baki, like, 1990 ends. And it doesn't continue until the year 2019. Yeah. With just Baki. It's all it's called is just Baki. And it literally picks up right after that and then continues through a separate arc where 12, was it 12 or 9? Nine, right? Episodes? No, like the people that escaped death row. Nine. Nine Nine people. Nine Nine of the world's uh, deadliest inmates. So these are nine people who are on death row and like have either escaped or not been able to be killed (laughs) or like anything happened to them. And they all escape and they all head to Japan, which is where Baki is, at the same time. And they all fight him. And it's this crazy like underground war. It's like the coolest 
most ridiculous manly show in the universe. <laughs> and they you were, saw, all yeah. these all these death row inmates, by the way, had zero like there wasn't a, a warning or a letter telling them to go to Japan to find this. They all just seventeen year old. By the way, seventeen year old child. No, they just all unanimously at the same time when they're all about to be executed. With the same goal of yeah. they wish to taste defeat. Right. They all want to basically lose to this one person. Well, they just want to lose in general. Well, they Baki, want to find like that worthy opponent. Yeah. Which Baki being of course, that person. Yeah. But he's the look he ends up not even being the one anyways. Yeah. I mean yeah. He doesn't he only he ends up fighting a lot of them, but he doesn't end up beating most of them. Right. Uh, but it's a great series, and the third season like recently came out, and it's absolutely killer. I'm, like I'm so excited. I've yet, I've, yet, I've yet to watch it just because I don't want to be interrupted when I'm watching it. Oh, it's it's. I know I'm oh, gonna want to burn through it. Oh yeah, it's great. It's binge worthy. That's for sure. I, I I think I watched it in a single day. I watched it with my mom. I feel like most of the day. Yeah, <laughs> my mom. I've been really trying to get my mom. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe. And stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Force of Will was like the biggest waste of, of, like, biggest waste of potential I've ever seen in my entire life. So basically, uh, it was it was a really creative idea that was kind of that kind of fused regular standard Magic the Gathering with uh, well with anime, yeah, because of because <laughs> of its art style. But it, one, it had a unique art style, which I'll get into in a second. But like, it mixed Magic the Gathering in like its two formats. So it's Commander and it's uh, it's regular standard gameplay. But what was really interesting so and it's like Brawl, yeah. Uh, but what was really interesting is that what's the one thing everyone hates about Magic the Gathering? Mana stuck. Mana screw, mana flood. I only drew lands. I never drew lands. Oh, I the thought game... I was just getting counterspelled by that one hairy well, I mean... dude in the corner going... <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. Blue players, I know what you look like. Uh, I, don't, I don't think counterspells exist in that game. No, um, they don't. I don't think so either. But 
So basically what you had was two decks. You had your spell deck, which had all your things that you would play, your creatures, your spells, your items, whatever you have to do. And then a land deck. And you could play a land every turn by tapping your quote-unquote commander, your general. And then later, if you wanted to, you could spend mana to flip over your general into a creature form, and they could fight with you. And they have different abilities, and if they die, they're just dead, and they can't tap for land anymore. So it was like a really interesting, creative thing, and its design was like basically like fairy tales, but in like a super anime aesthetic. Um, the popular ones being the Alice Cluster, which is based entirely amongst uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it was a super fun, interesting set. And everyone had a blast, and everyone made tons of money, and everyone was the new hotness. And then the game dissolved into nothingness when they decided to extreme power creep everything within a few sets with a bunch of cards that were perfectly free. And so, you know how in early (laughs) Magic... So in early Magic, there was like those crazy artifact decks where like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like, you know, someone, you know, like Channel Fireball with their seven card deck and they would just slap their entire hand down and kill you before you did anything. Right, yeah. It was literally that, except you had a 60 card deck of literally free cards you played all literally all at once, drew an entire fresh hand, would do that over and over again, and then kill your opponent on like turn two. Yeah, there was... It just wasn't a... There's no... It wasn't a good idea. And it, it was a game that had a standard format, so it rotated. And it even had basically an extended format that also rotated, which doesn't make any sense. Um, so isn't Force of Will isn't, still making product? Though? And Force of Will still does exist, but they basically had to go to zero and then start over. <laughs> yeah. I wish Yu-Gi-Oh would do that sometime. Uh, and that's what they're trying to do with their new release with the you mean, Rush sorry. Duels. That's not happening. I'm sorry. Rush I don't, Duels. I refuse to believe that that's... You're going to play Vanguard Yu-Gi-Oh! and you're going to like it. No, it's no. awful. <laughs> it's, it's literally what I used to... Okay, that Rush Duels is the equivalent to when I was five years old, was that's too a... lazy to read, and was like, what if I just slapped every card from my hand to the board as fast as possible? So... And didn't follow the rules that were initially intended to be used. Correct. Which is the way they played in the anime, so shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You just normal summon three blue eyes white dragon. What? No. (laughs) You what? You can't kill my dragons. They're, they're, They're almost extinct. If you do that, you instantly lose the game. Like, there'd be house rules like that. Yeah. It's so stupid. It Look, so great. Yu-Gi-Oh! Is, Yu-Gi-Oh! is too complicated now for not for eight-year-olds to get in. They're like, it hey, I want to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Then. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you not spend $800 on this new meta deck or $50 on this stun deck and all you're going to do is look at your opponent until they cry and die? Yeah. By the way, are you an English major with a PhD? No, then you can't read these cards. I'm right. sorry. There's like, there's uh. like, a, these cards are like walls of text. It's like, negate a, negate a special summon monster, but that doesn't mean all special summon monster. That only means inherent summons. And you're like, well, what the heck is an inherent summon? And it's like, well, if you look at rule book, page 48, subsection C, an inherent summon is one that doesn't require an effect. Thus, cards and special summon. It's like, what am I, what is this? It just says negate a special summon. Why is this extra... BS here, you know? Right. Basically, it was easier... It's easier to get a college degree than pass the judge test of the (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! series. By the way... I thought I... I've been playing this game for over 10 years. I I thought I could walk up and take the judge test. I got like a 45 on it. Oh, my God. 
And I've been playing this game for years, almost my entire life, at least more than oh, half bro, my I'd life. I'd probably score a zero on the judge test. It's insane how difficult that game and complicated is how, how it become. Because somehow Magic, despite being very complicated, feels simple and easy to teach. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh! is like power system. big brain. Like, you gotta like, and the people who like come up with like competitive Yu-Gi-Oh! decks are like some of like, like what are like, what do you do in your free time? Are you a, are you like a spare time mathematician? Like, how did you get to these ratios? It's, it's actually quite impressive. No, for real. Oh no, no, for sure. I have literally watched live streams where the guys like, yeah, we did about we did about four hundred thousand test hands. It's like across like six people and like an algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Just and to figure out if they should run forty or fifty cards in their deck, like something as. I want to say trivial, but clearly it's super important no, part it's of the very, deck. It's very much important, just because when you're, de- when you're deck building, you need to have your deck based off of consistency. And you can argue consistency is based off of numbers and ratios. So if you're also good at math, you can be good at this game. So you need to read, you need to have PhD in English, and you have to be good at math. I'm good at none of these things. I How do I, how do I even <laughs> play Yu-Gi-Oh? I can't even... All I play is dumb deck. I don't know. <laughs> I play, I play a bunch one... of trap cards, and then I sit across the table and waste your time. That's what I did for a long time. Look, you're li- you're you're playing against a true frog main through and through. <laughs> oh lord! Oh my god, frog! I so still gross. remember going to the tournaments as like a kid in middle school, or and and then starting out in high school oh, with god. oh with one of the boys here actually, and sitting across the table from another dude and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I got this really cool combo deck. If I do this, I'll have five negates on the board. And then I just go up against this one dude and he's like, all right, so I'm playing fairies, stun fairies, uh, oh, set five. I forgot about oh, that. okay. Well, summon this? No. Oh, okay. Um, I'll do this now. No. Uh, uh th- No. <laughs> And then eventually... And then you just set your card and go, okay, your turn. It's normal summon a monster. Hit you for 18. Okay, draw a card. Wow, it's literally nothing. Set another card. Hit you for 18 again? Yeah, and now yeah, you're... Yeah, and then you just you just sit I, there taking it and going... I tried. Hmm. I, I, I drove all this way. I spent all this money. I built this entire thing, and it's worthless. Yeah, and you have to sit there, and you have to sit through the entire thing hoping that you'll be able to come out of it unscathed somehow or man nerd, nerd or you were just like justin and just literally brutal. was like okay you know what i i'm done right yeah or you can be like me and understand that there's no way that i could win and just flat out give up <laughs> the only re and by the way the only reason i ever scooped and just gave up the king of throwing by the way the- you're <laughs> truly- you really are the king of throwing shut up like there were so long time, <laughs> there were so many times you actually could have won, but you were like, "I ain't look, dealing with this." So look, I'm it's just, only no. because did it at a regional. <laughs> it's because I we drove all the way it. to Austin for him to throw the game <laughs> against some rando. Because I don't care remember. anymore. It's supposed to be a fun thing. If I, you know, if I wanted to go to this regional to sweat, I would, and I will. Yeah, guess who made top eight and didn't make top eight? That's right, your boy, your boy Nico DLG <laughs> made top eight. You know, did make top eight, Justin, because he lost to literally two people in our same group in the same oh day. Oh, my God. Oh. Literally, 
Because one of our friends decided to play a deck that counters mine intentionally because he was like, if I high roll, I know I'll land this dude in our match and I will mess him up and he won't make it. And then our other friend who completely dirtled me, uh, one because RNG and Vanguard's a fair and balanced card game, he 100% better player than me so hard that I just couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> Look, it's not our fault that he's a better player than <laughs> He literally got three box card and won the game. Ooh. Stupid. You know who didn't get the box card? You. You. <laughs> jelly beans. All I have to tell you is jelly beans. Look, it's not my fault that literally my two losses, one of which was in top eight and the other one was literally against the worst player of the entire day. <laughs> He had an incomplete pale moon deck, and you lost because your boy, Jelly Bean. <laughs> I, literally <just> <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally took him out of the deck the same day. I was like, you betrayed me, Jelly Bean. <laughs> he was so cool, too. He had a great effect. He did cool stuff, but because power scaling in this game almost doesn't make sense sometimes, and it's super unfair at other moments... Jelly beans couldn't pull through for you. <laughs> you know, there's nothing. There's nothing like riding into the G assisting into the jelly beans. Not even riding Isn't into. Isn't he a nine k power? Ten. Ten. Ugh, it's not even that much better. No, no, it is like twelve k was like the standard. But this is also the same guy who literally randomly sold charges and Alice for free, off the top of the deck. Oh my god, I remember watching that. And I, I uh... just, I just, I cried. I cried myself to sleep. I wanted to lose my life. Trees from the vine. Right. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but the community has always relied on itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, Thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. So we're just we're just here to voice our concerns about a game that we love all we all very love dearly to our hearts and are afraid that it is slowly dying through its aspiration for more greed. Uh, because eventually the entire universe is going to explode and mobile games will be the only thing that's left.
Loot boxes. I love loot boxes. I love microtransactions. Look, you're talking to two people that have spent several hundred dollars on the same phone game. Okay, listen here. It was one night. I got super drunk. That's all you need. I know. They got it you. It still pisses me off to this day. They got you. Oh, my God. You missed the decimal, dude. It's like... Oh, bro, you shit, bro. I went up to my, I went up to my mother and father, and they were like, "Hey, so, you spent like two hundred dollars on a game?" <laughs> and then I was like, "What about it?" And they were like, "I mean, hey, you know, we're gamers too. Like, hey, we understand, you know, spending that money like that. But like, why specifically only this game? I was really drunk that night, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I will cry." And they were like, hey, you know what? Keep rocking wild with your bad self. God, I wish, I, I wish those were my parents. <laughs> no, like, any, if, if my parents weren't, like, the absolute G's that they are, uh, like, anybody else would have been like, son, have you been reading heresy? Oh. Yeah, basically, I eat my mom and my dad at oh. first. They were like, I hate to see you work so hard for pieces of useless paper. And I'm like, well, I'm using this paper that has value to most, but not to some. Oh. And they paper money. that is not value to most. But it's value some. to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Look, it's... I, like, I've spent several thousand dollars on shiny pieces of cardboard. And I'm, I'm proud to say it because it's something that, I, you know, I derived enjoyment from. Even if it was something that I hated for a little while. <laughs> To be fair, that's not even your fault. It's just, sadly, sometimes the people who balance the game is just... They're really on something. And I think that's, like, one of the greatest things about collectible card games. Because you never know, like, Magic. Like, nobody knew it was gonna blow up. And now you have a Black Lotus that's worth, like, a grand. You know? That's amazing. Casually $1,000 for this piece of paper that exists. You know, later down... Yeah, no, later down the line, you know, you could have, like... Just, like, you know, maybe some Yu-Gi-Oh card collector later down the line. Oh, bro, I'll give you a million dollars for your whole collection. And you didn't even know it had that worth, you know? Right. right. And But, like, the the thing that really worries me is that Bushiroad isn't that kind of company. Oh, no. Buddy Fight Absolutely is not. one of my favorite games of all time. <sighs> it is well-designed. Its card stock is godlike. It has one of the best tournament experiences because it is a... Best two out of three with a sideboard. Oh man, an actual tournament setting. Oh, by oh, the way, cancel. Yeah, six years later, they just said nah, it ain't it, Chief, and they canceled the whole game. All of it. Yep. All of it's dead. This and is not the first oh. time that Bushiroad has shot down one of their children games either. But it was very surprising. It's like I think it's the. F- fourth card game to finally die right but this one was their baby they everything they screwed up on vanguard they made they made better on uh, buddy, buddy fight, fight yeah. this is true uh buddy fight has better card stock it has better foils it has, has a better developing team has a better balance <laughs> well i wouldn't say better balancing team i was nah, about to say pretty like, bad. It, well, but, say um, but i mean buddy good. fight is i felt like was Hey, everything's stupid in OP, you know? Might as well, you know? Hey, you know? Yeah, like, it's kind of like a who popped off first, but, like, you both have stupid stuff that works, so it's it's fair. So So. it's almost fair. I mean, sometimes it wasn't fair. But other times, it it, it was a really fun back-and-forth experience. And unfortunately, the game's just, like, 
dead. Like, that's it, guys. That's it, boys. Wrap it up. Ain't no more buddy fight coming. Yep. And it is tragic. Truly a tragic thing, because it was probably... I would go as far as to say is their best game, at least competitive. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, or should I call it Nico Talks About Anime with his friends for 45 million years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. All right, so I just wanted to wrap everything up saying, uh, so remember to like the page, head to the Facebook, make sure you check out our contest. Remember, all you have to do is like the page, share a post, like the show, send a screen grab of any of that uh, to nerdthugradio at gmail.com, and that is an entry. You have unlimited entries on different platforms. You can do it once a day. Submit them. We'll get them. We'll get you all organized. The winning... Uh, we will draw the winner August 1st, so you have all of July to enter. Uh, we're giving away a console here, so it's either Nintendo Switch, PS4, or Xbox One. Your choice. Up to $300. I do have to specify that, but if you do want, like, the pro version or a specific bundle, if you can meet us halfway, that'd be pretty dank. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna wrap up the show. Wanted to say a great thank you to my co-hosts, Alex. Hey, it was always a pleasure. And Justin. Thanks for having me, Chief. All right, so uh, I'll probably get this cut down to a more coherent uh, episode, but uh, <laughs> uh, if you like the show, let us know. Uh, we appreciate any feedback. Uh, thank you for listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Remember to be kind, stay safe, fight the power. Black Lives Matter. <laughs>